Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. This season, we're discussing the candidate experience with guest experts as it relates to the six steps in our recommended hiring process. If you missed our initial podcast with Ira Wolf about the candidate experience in general, or our most recent one with Kevin Davis about its role in the phone interview, you can find them at saleshiringstraighttalk.com. The second step of the hiring process is assessments. And who better to interview on the topic of candidate experience in this step than my podcast co-host and assessment expert, Jennifer Leake of Assessment Pros. I may use assessments with clients, but she has made it a career. This is the second of two conversations with Jennifer Leake. Together, we discuss how assessments affect candidate experience and what to keep in mind when using them in hiring. What are some things sales leaders should avoid as they use assessments as part of their hiring process? What could negatively affect the candidate experience and what might sales leaders do instead? I think probably the very first thing I would counsel sales leaders who want to use assessments is, is that don't call it a test. I mean, just oh, think- I've done that so many times. <laughs> right. Just think about it. You know, be careful what you call it at this stage. You know, you're telling a candidate you're asking them to take a test. Well, test implies pass, fail, right or wrong, a reason yes. not to hire you, knockout thing. Mm-hmm. And- it's not a test. It's a measurement. And who you are as a person is wonderful. Is it the right qualities we need for our job? So mm-hmm. it's really a very caring thing about the candidate to use an assessment. And then I think the second thing I would have them do to really make it a great candidate experience is they may be familiar with taking assessment, but there's still a little bit of nervousness, you know, because they're trying to get a job. So I think it's important to share the reason why you're asking them to take an assessment. And I would suggest you use wording that really, hey, you're a sales leader, use wording that sells the candidate on why this is a benefit to them. So for instance, you could say, we want you to be successful. So we're going to do everything we can to think of that would make sure this is a good fit for you in in a job. And then I would also highly stress that this is part of our hiring process. And it's going to assess you for strengths that we can build on and identify any traits that might get in your way. So it helps us both explore what the future will be like. So sell the concept because it's a good concept and it's a true concept, what I just said. It is. I often refer to it as one slice in the hiring pie. Absolutely. So that that people know that I am comparing many data points when it comes to deciding to hire them, not just the assessment or not just any one interaction that I have with them. Absolutely. So if you don't call it a test, you let them know why you're asking them to take it. The third piece of advice I would give is avoid surprises. Let the candidate know what to expect. Tell them as much as you can about the next steps, when they're going to take it, how they're going to assess the assessment, how long it might take them to complete it, and what happens after they finish it. And then finally, the fourth thing I would really use to keep it a positive candidate experience is make it easy for them. Most assessments are online. Younger people are using the smartphone or a tablet rather than a computer to access the internet. So is it easy to take on a smartphone or tablet? What kind of support do they have if they have a problem accessing or completing the assessment? So when we send out an invitation, we try to stress all of those things that this is not a test. It's part of the hiring process. The benefits to you to do this. Here's what's going to happen. 
And I always have in the last sentence, if you have any questions or you have any trouble accessing the assessment, contact this person at this phone number. Yeah, that's so important. I always try to walk people through what's going to happen. You'll be getting it in an email format. It's from this company. There is some anxiety around it. I think no matter how hard we all try. Mm -hmm. In the last several years, candidate experience is something more hiring sales leaders are thinking about. Is there anything else that they and their companies might do differently with assessments than they might have done in the past? Yeah, there's a really, it's not new for me, but it's, it's getting much more acceptance. And that is share the results, even with candidates you don't hire. Now, what you share is different, you know, but whether you hire them or not, you're building brand ambassadors for your company. I have several clients who give all their candidates a copy of an individual version of their assessment results. And one of the companies I use, that is automatically built into it. You can't even override that. It's just a a narrative kind of report that says how wonderful they are and what their strengths are and what they do well. It's just insights to help them learn more about who they are. It, It doesn't share any of the selection component. It gives them something that really just increases their self-knowledge in a very positive way. And if it's a wise candidate, they might even use it as something that they can use in an interview when highlighting their strengths. Well, anytime we get to learn about ourselves, it's such a positive experience. Well, and as a result, clients have had candidates recommend the company to others. Oh, you should apply just for this report you get from them. Oh, I think it also helps you to really stand out because yes, you're using assessments like many other companies are using, but look, I took this assessment with a company, never heard from them again, never knew how I did compared to you who are going to give them assessment, tell them the results. They see there was nothing terrible about them in that report. And then it would help them to uh, maybe even articulate their strengths better. And then also, I think that when you talk about a, a candidate experience, you're saying, wow, I didn't even get hired or I haven't been hired yet. And look what they've given me already. They obviously do care about people. And what would it be like if I worked for them, if they're just doing this for candidates? I agree with you. That would make a very big impression on me if I received some sort of feedback, even if I didn't make it all the way through the process and it was constructive and helpful. I would think very highly of that company. Jennifer, in the years that you and I have been working together on our podcast, Sales Hiring Straight Talk, I have never gotten an opportunity to interview you, even though I've known you for a long time and I know how much you know about the world of assessments We've never had this kind of an in-depth discussion. So it's been a pleasure for me to interview you today. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk. So your sales hiring interviews rock.